0: This is Liz Scafidi at UN News. While Giovanni Pintor was right in the middle of what turned out to be a devastating car accident, the only thing on his mind was what would he tell his mother. But that turned out to be the least of his worries after his two brothers were killed when their car lost control on a notoriously deadly bend in his native Sardinia in Italy. Today, the 25-year-old youth activist and UN staff member uses a creative approach that involves hip-hop concerts and street basketball tournaments to show how young people can be agents for change. He talks to UN News' Daniel Johnson about his road safety association Adesso Basta, which translates to That's Enough. Hi, Daniel. My message for uh, World Youth Skills Day is that in a world full of disruption, through commitment and action, we can really change things.
1: And how did you do that in your particular case? I know it's a really sad one, Giovanni, so I do appreciate it. This is a road crash that killed your two brothers. It was on Christmas Day as well. The memories must be very fresh and raw for you. But please take me through what happened, if it's not too painful, and explain how you managed to get something positive out of what was a terrible tragedy.
0: It was Christmas Day, which is basically the most vibrant celebration in my hometown, in the island of Sardinia, in the centre of the Mediterranean. I was with my brothers Francesco and Matteo. My cousin was driving us to Patada, where my mom lived when she was a kid. Then at a very dangerous band, which is now known as the Curve of Death.
1: The Curve of Death? Yes. Because it's notorious as an accident black spot?
0: Yes, it is among the most dangerous stretch of road of Sardinia. At one point, my cousin lost the control of his car, which drifted, switched lane and impacted the safety barrier. I was actually feeling that it was kind of a normal crash. I was wondering only, wow, this is going to be such a pain to tell my mom. And then because we were not speeding, nobody was drunk, of course, we were uh, under the speed limits, but still we had a car crash. So after I opened my eyes and I seen what changed my life completely. I lost Francesco, 23 years old that day, and Matteo, 16. And since that day, I started committing and dedicating my life to the intersection between road safety and development.
1: Just so we're clear, Giovanni, you had this nightmare smash. You lost both your brothers, Francesco and Matteo. I'm so sorry. May I ask you about your cousin?
0: Yes, he survived with me. He was injured for a couple of months. He had to fight some operations at the hospital. And me, actually, I was surprisingly uninjured. Not even a car.
1: Not even a scratch. Incredible. Once you'd managed to emerge from this terrible accident and tried to move on, you decided that you wanted to do something about it. What was the motivation? Was it that you just wanted to understand what had happened? Or did you immediately think, I must never let this happen again to anybody else?
0: I was surprised because we were so slow. We were not speeding. Then I always had this sensation after the days after the accident in which something was wrong. And I had to understand what went wrong. So I started studying the dynamics of the crash, and then I got to know that stretch of a road was famous. So I understood that it wasn't my cousin's fault. It was an infrastructural dysfunction of the road, State Road 129. This is a very old road. The soil is crumbling, so you lose grip and the car goes out from the lane. That was exactly what happened. And then the car switched lane and impacted to the safety barrier, which was again put in the wrong place. The very moment I understood that that was an infrastructural dysfunction, I created Adesso Basta, which means literally it's enough.
1: It means that's enough? Yes,
0: Adesso Basta.
1: Once you'd got this information that the bad road design and bad curve design, bad safety barrier design were all responsible, what did you do about it with your association Adesso Basta?
0: My brothers were in love with hip-hop, trap, and basketball. So with my friends, I started thinking, why not raising awareness among youngsters by giving them the possibility to have fun? Nobody wants to talk about road safety. It's sometimes a boring thing. So I started thinking with my friends, why shouldn't we honor my brothers the cool way? So we started giving rap concerts. We called some of the most famous artists to sing. We created street basketball tournaments in my city under the label of Nepo, which is basically the format that we created. Nepo means bro in Sardinian. It's how we call each other between friends.
1: So you got everybody involved And this was your tactic to raise awareness. You didn't go around talking about the dangers of road safety. You managed to pull people in by organising hip-hop, trip-hop concerts and basketball competitions. That is a really clever way of doing it. And what kind of reaction did you have from the youngsters who were taking part? I mean, you're not that old yourself, to be honest. So these are your contemporaries, aren't they?
0: Yes, exactly.
1: So I must admit that at
0: first, given low budgets and our aim to give everything for free, Everything is out of finance. It was tough to get, for example, the most important artists of the scene. But then reaching out to the right people, we managed to have the coolest artists of the moment. And the participation of youngesters was extraordinary since the very first year, meaning that politicians had to take into consideration our demands. In three months of the first NEPO event, we gathered 15,000 signatures for that stretch of road to be restructured in three months. In Sardinia, 15,000 signatures is a lot.
1: It's really impressive and you managed to get this huge investment in a whole new road. And so you've had the concerts, you've had the basketball competitions and you have raised massive awareness, you have pushed the politicians to invest. What's the latest on the road? They still didn't uh, start
0: the works. It's
1: five years that we are fighting.
0: Last year, we managed to convince them to put 4.3 million euros into the intervention. They have now their definitive project and then uh, they will start this year.
1: Giovanni, I really, really appreciate you sharing your very personal and moving story with us. And it's fantastic to see how you could really mobilize a whole community and get the top acts to come in and to get the work done. So I hope that you'll maybe send us a photo of the new road when it's done. Finally, if I could just ask you, what's your message to everybody around the world in terms of affecting change? How should other people do it?
0: Based on my experience, I would say that youngsters especially have another drive, another energy. And we promote a new pattern of mobility, which entails safety, environment-friendly mobility, and affordable mobility. So through our strength, through our energy, this drive that we have, we must really commit. We must really advocate for road safety green and safe mobility. First, because of the victims. We are the first victims of road crashes worldwide. This is the first cause of death for youngsters from five to 29 years old. Second, for the environment. Transport sector is responsible for 25% of CO2 emissions. Without changing how we conceive mobility, we cannot save this planet. So we are needed and through our energy, we can change things.
1: Thank you, Giovanni. You're a UN worker now in Geneva. So can you tell us how you're involved in promoting road safety globally?
0: Exactly, Daniel. Actually, earlier this month, the first ever UN high-level meeting on global road safety took place in New York. So I think this is no different from Adesso Basta. World leaders gathered together to stress the concept that road safety needs further attention, therefore needs further investment. For example, let me tell you what we're doing at the UN Road Safety Fund. With 25 projects in 30 countries, we are trying to disrupt the road safety crisis. Over 90% of fatal road crashes happen in low- and middle-income countries. Meaning that road safety is not only the first cause of death for youngsters, but is also a good reflection of how unequal is still this world. So with the UN Road Safety Fund, we finance development projects in these countries to provide context-related solutions that really save lives.